We observe today not a victory of party, but a celebration of freedom. It's American dualism. Welcome to the show. What? Hosted by your boys, Bob and Joe. Damn. So if you ain't heard it, then now you know. Yeah. Now you know it's the number one podcast, conversation and grass, sci-fi, politics, and many more topics. Keep the volume loud, cause this shit is popping. Sometimes gotta guess that just might drop in. It's American dualism. It's American dualism. It's American dualism. Yeah. Shut up and just listen. Welcome back to American Dualism, everybody. We have our boy Hamza back on the pod. We're going to remember to ask him more questions this time. But we're just going to get right into it, and we're going to say that the Mormons aren't really Protestants. And everyone should know that. So that's not true. They're not really Protestants. Bro, the, All the other branches of bro, Protestantism We do not have, need to be doing this debate right now, but Protestantism... <laughs> Is based solely on the protest, uh, any vague protest against Catho- Catholic supremacy. So no, it's not any split off. Nope. Yes, because bro, the Orthodox bro, Church aren't are, Protestants. Is this really what we're talking about right now? I bro, was going to look up COVID vaccine. Do you? Think- but you're wasting our time talking about um, Mormons not really being Protestants. They're not. That is. There are you. Uni- oh, oh, yeah, Google solved. You it. know, Google solved it. So uh, Mormonism was identified. As a radical departure from traditional Protestant Christianity. Because it's not Protestantism. Bob, can can you just stop shouting, Bob? And I'm going to say a few things. Number one, orthodoxy, the only thing that that means is that you are a branch of Christianity that's not Catholicism, but that's older than Protestantism. Protestantism means that you believe in the same books as the Catholics. You're a reformed version but of the Catholics. You don't believe in Catholic traditions, doctrine, or like the part of the Nice the Nicene Creed where we say we believe in one holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. So the reason the Mormons aren't any of those things is they aren't pre Protestant Reformation. They're not a pre-existing. Di- they're not an Orthodox branch. So they're not Ethiopian Orthodox. They're not Russian Orthodox. They're not a non-Protestant Catholic branch. They aren't Protestant because they the Protestants believe in biblical inerrancy. And if you create your own book of the Bible, you don't believe in the same biblical inerrancy. I mean, maybe some Protestants don't believe in biblical inerrancy, but they believe in reading the Bible, like. That's their difference from us. Us Catholics don't believe that part's important. And they believe in reading the Old Testament and the New, and they definitely don't believe in the Book of Mormon, Bob. Which is why the Mormons are actually correct, blasphemists. But why I am inclined to lump them both into the same group is I find both their beliefs repulsive. Okay, Jesuit. True Catholics, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I would say I am Bob a true Catholic, but I will, <laughs> I will openly denounce my belief in the Bible. I'll say, well, so he's definitely not a Protestant because he's denouncing the Bible now. No, I believe in certain parts. Don't 
I don't think the Bible should be the sole um, scripture. Like, I, think I don't believe in stoning fags either. Is that, the, in the, is that in the Bible too? Yeah. Old Testament. And I think the that's idea where, that's where freaking um, sava- salvation got it, by divine I mean, grace is disgusting. Not stone, um, gay people. Are you but supposed to give them a, a firm handshake? It's like, hmm? Are you I mean, supposed to give them a firm give them respect. Have we even introduced Hamza? We just got into yelling We introduced at each other. him, and we're going to ask him important questions but, soon. Actually, but Hamza, I do want to know what what does the Quran say about homosexuality? Actually, it doesn't say anything about um, gay it's people. Silent? Nothing. Yeah, it just says um, the closest verse actually is in the. I hope the, you know that fourth chapter. We aren't, I believe, we aren't scholars of the Quran, so you won't yeah. be challenged here. So, so I mean, yeah. So it is. It doesn't like um, how in some Islamic countries it's practiced to you know kill gay people, and it doesn't really specifically say that in the Quran. That's good. So, yeah. do they read the Bible portions and then so just no, infor- like if you look to the Quran, you won't find so, kill gay people. I'm going to question out myself right question. now. Wait, Joe. I'm straight up of all the like. Taboos in the Bible, forbidding gay sex is one of the ones that makes the most sense to me. Is but, is Leviticus considered a holy text under Islam? Well, is that Old Testament? Old Testament. Testament. See, the, the Islamic version on the Bible is that it originally came as the Word of God, mm-hmm. but, but over time, corrupted. man inserted their own opinions. We and, corrupted it, is what you're so, saying. Yeah, basically, man, in the King James man verse corrupted. specifically. Whatever version, yeah, the so, English version. So we believe in whatever, whatever, whatever parts of the Bible um, are similar to the ones in the Quran. We, we accept those. So, but I have I to point out, <laughs> I have to point Genesis. out that that Hamza's being very shifty here because he just said that the Quran says nothing about stoning gay people. It doesn't. Go look. And then look he said the that we believe in the parts of the Bible that. Adhere to the Quran, and I know this that many Muslim countries yeah. do consider Leviticus to be valid because for some reason they have the same attitudes as us towards homosexuality. So I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about like what specific books are. Well, Leviticus. I, I, I haven't, re- know I haven't why, read the entire you know how Bible. I know Leviticus is valid okay. because it's the same. It's the Jewish rules book. It has the pork parts in it. Okay. Yeah, and then, that's valid. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it, that portion of Leviticus and the part would be where it says you should yeah. grow your beard is valid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See. And the part where it says you shouldn't get tattoos is that that's m- also yeah. So yeah, Leviticus yeah. is definitely There's definitely accepted. similarities. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Hamza, yeah. I just gotta say. So we're saying that there are reasons why Leviticus is accepted. There's also a prohibition against alcohol in there. I think. Oh, for real? Yeah. Then definitely, yeah. So there's definitely parallels among some portions. I haven't read the entire Leviticus or entire book, but no one um, should read all of Leviticus. Um, but I would love to, though. The, I, I mean, I haven't read the entire Bible, honestly. So I would like to read the read Bible cover to in cover. Spanish, cover to cover. Yeah, you, as an exercise in learning. I, yeah, Spanish. you've been on Spanish for a bit, man. I see you're on yeah, <laughs> <bro>. Spanish songs. <laughs> some people piano. would say reading the Bible in Spanish is more appropriate since most Catholics it's, speak Spanish. It's probably actually closer to the Latin original. Right, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. the translations are probably better in Spanish. And oh, Mexico, why don't you just learn straight up Latin? I, 
I'm not interested in learning a dead language. <laughs> and that's pretty raw, though. I mean, like you're yeah, resurrecting but, a dead language. Bro, you that's should like, be That's like speaking Latin. Sanskrit. My that's like learning to speak San- Sanskrit. You know, it's like a dead language. Castellano is entirely um, practical. If I was going to be <laughs> a priest, I would definitely put in the time, learn the Latin, and I would never deliver a mass in Latin. You know why? Latin even sounds dope. Because even if I would want to personally learn the dead language and personally know the original like Bible text, the demand to spread the Holy Spirit in a effective manner is higher than doing the mass. And you know they used to do mass in Latin all the way up to the seventies, bro. Wow, like that's crazy. It's kind of similar to because in Islam we do the uh, the Friday sermon. In Arabic? In Arabic, yeah. But a lot of people but, but speak I'll, Arabic. No, actually, no. My no, family I mean, doesn't I know speak. your family doesn't because you're from... Majority you're of Muslims from, actually are non-Arab. Yes. So they don't speak but Arabic. But a lot of people outside of Arabia do learn Arabic just to yeah. learn the Quran. Like I, like, I know how to read and write Arabic. I don't know how to speak the entire language yet, but I'm familiar with a lot of words because... And that's mostly due to the fact that my family speaks a language called Urdu. And Urdu is actually like uh, a mixture of Arabic, Turkish, Persian, and local languages mixed in together. So you have a lot of Arabic terms in Urdu. That's why I understand. Like, for example, like we're sitting on chairs. A chair in Arabic is kursi and the same thing is in Urdu. And what so. empire spread Urdu? Because I know that's a common actually, one. Uh, there wasn't an empire that spread Urdu. <clears throat> it was actually... Um, in the Muslim empire, you had a lot of ethnicities serving in the Muslim armies. So you had Turks, you had mm-hmm. – And uh, Urdu's not Turkish. You had um, Arabs, you but had Persians. So the way Urdu they communi- close to Turkish? So, yeah. So you had Turks, you had Persians, you had Central Asians, you had Wait, Arabs all serving this? together. And the way they communicated with each other was – Turks didn't exist. It's kind of like the lingua franca if you, if you say. you know. So a common language developed to communicate with different they ethnicities. They say that about – this was, I believe, in the. They say that about Russian in yeah, century. Turkey didn't exist yet. They couldn't. Know no, there's the, Tur- the Turks. The they Turks say- is, a, is, a, is an ethnicity. So you have. Come on, Bob. Um, the Turks are a nomadic people. So you have an ethnicity in Central Asia called Turkmen, and also oh, in the Middle East. Before so you, they all they all share a common ancestor. They have uh, come from the same ethnicity. The Turks are originally from around Uzbekistan or Central Mongolia. Asia. Yeah. All of the nom- they all the Turk? nomadic. I, I'm just questioning. Bob, no, you don't need yelling. Back at me. then, they called themselves something. Yeah, stupid. so that's what I'm saying. They were Turks. They, they, were, they call themselves Turks. Like they, I mean, they we were known as the Turks. Like today, we think of Turks. We as don't know in that modern day Anatolia. Yeah, but like, well, not modern day Turkey, which Huns, was Anatolia. The Huns and the Turks and all those different peoples. We have no idea what they referred to themselves as. A hundred years ago. We don't know if they... Well, you, when, when you look at the texts from like Arab commanders or Persian commanders, and they refer to the the people you know over the, in the steppes as the Turks. No, I know in Anatolia, they definitely started doing So you had a branch the of the Turks who settled in Anatolia. So they were like kind of like the frontier warriors of the Muslim Empire. I know there's Empire. still Turks in Uzbekistan and stuff. Yeah, and so it's all. a very... They're the same ethnicity. Like this, their language is very similar to, to Turkish. So Uzbek is very similar to Turkish. Kazakh is also very similar to Turkish. Uh, Turkmen is very similar to Turkish. So they all they have like a similar language. Like, you know, like in um, China, the Uyghurs, 
they speak a common language with uh, well not common but it shares a lot of similarities with moder- with Turkish. So do you think small turkey was a mistake on Ataturk's part? Small turkey, but I mean yeah, it's, like, it's geographically it wouldn't make sense because you have Turkey and Anatolia and then you have Turks living like on the other side. Like you have the Middle East in the middle of that. Yeah, you've got the whole, you know, autumn yeah. empire in the middle of that. Yeah, or he could have just integrated all all of the Ottoman Empire into modern So what do you think the chances are <laughs> of the pan-Arab state coming to fruition? I don't think that's possible. Yeah, huh? I don't either. Yeah, there's two. There's I see Egypt yeah. as you think pan, the pan-Turkic state is they tried, closer? They, they tried, though. Yeah, like, that or, the, the, Ottoman existed, the Ottoman no, Empire. No, I heard Ottomans. We had pan-Arab states. You don't think like, Egypt's going to become no, the I mean, next Egypt? I mean, let's state. talk about the pan-Turkic state because I think that's closer to reality than... Than Pan Arab, I think the Arabs Pan-Arab have a lot of problems. Yeah, they won't, whereas they won't, the Turks they won't have their nation state with their very powerful weapons industry and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the other Turkic countries are all bitches. They're basically Turkey's betas, basically. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the Pan Turkic state is. Would you Would you be excited for a Pan Turkic state? I'd love to visit. I'm not Turkish or Turk, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'd love to visit though. Would you want to revive the Mughal Empire? Hey, that's my mom's side. Yeah, I'll definitely left. Definitely the Mughal yeah. Empire. So the Mo- a, in, is it Indian? The Mughal and- Empire started in uh, Uzbekistan, and uh, they, the founder of the Mughal Empire, he was related to Genghis Khan from his mom's side. They say that's what apparently you're right. So he he was a king in Uzbekistan around the area, and he wants to build an empire. Did he conquer Afghanistan? So he went. Yeah, he went through Afghanistan. He controlled some parts of Afghanistan. Went all the way to India. And that's where he set up his domain. Yeah, he got all. Then the, he yeah. had. When know, was this? I believe 14th or 13th 14th? centuries before un- the Brits. Terrible. Yeah, this is before the Brits. So the Brits actually overthrew the last Mughal Empire with the yeah, British East India Company. Yeah, that's why it was Company. so easy because they were overthrowing another empire. Yeah, and so there was also like just, a lot of Mughal emperors ask. who, like the Taj Mahal, was built by the Mughals. Mughals. Cool, because I really loved his wife. But the Mughals are why India is still like half Muslim. Thirty percent. Well, I I said like half because oh, you know what you know you're actually right you're actually right half. you're actually right because Pakistan is actually part of India, so you had a large Muslim yeah. population in the area. So yeah, you're actually right. Yeah. But, oh, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on, Hamza. Oh yeah, it was a great being here, bro. Already been the best guest we've had <laughs> in months, and Appreciate I it, do hey, Marco wants. Actually, no, you gotta last call time him Mar- out. I'll, I'll call out Marco. Last time he came on, he did not really care about talking to and us. And he asked me yesterday if he could come on the pod, and then he rescheduled for today. But we're talking to you, so maybe well, I didn't we'll think talk I was going to have time to pod today because I high key have a final do. But but no, you're definitely the best guest. Oh, thanks, man. Because Marco fell asleep last time. Oh, he did. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, Pretty much. It's yeah, just he like did. he did you get him pumped on weed like or something? 30, no, no, he was over the phone. Over the phone. <laughs> it's like he pod with us for thirty minutes, and then he's like, "I gotta go. I'll be back in a second And then never oh. back. Never came back. But I know he's a busy man, and I don't actually want to flame Marco because he is our best guest. No, no flaming. I'm. I think we have I'm, lots of best guests. Have I met him? Tongue. Have I met him before? I think so. I'll hold my Maybe. tongue on. Serbian sounds familiar. The name sounds familiar. To flame. I'll only flame myself. Um, 
What was that Serbian guy we met the other day's name? Boban. We actually Boban, need to have come him back, back on. on the pod. We loved Boban. We'll do a, a, a Serbia not, episode with you. We did not necessarily Where's he like from originally? Serbia. Oh, he's Serbian. Nice. We did not necessarily well, like he could all be the from Bosnia. with Boban. Those people, they say they're from Serbia, but we know Marco's dad is actually from Bosnia. And Trevor he's just was, orthodox. Trevor was stating some real... Not even borderline neo-Nazi beliefs. Oh, yeah. That's why that episode didn't air. Because yeah. Bob... Oh, for bro, real. We go over to the Wagner. Hey, I like all and those guys. I like those guys, too. But the guy we wanted to come on the pod, Ryan Wagner, was busy. And yeah, these I other really guys, Ryan on. including Jack Brophy, Jack, kind of come back on the pod, too. But the real problem was the third guy, Trevor, comes. And we're talking about World War II. And this guy is saying two things. Number one, he's saying things that are blatantly incorrect. Number two, he's talking about the Holocaust. And let I don't even remember what he said, but I know it was wrong and it sounded not like Very something a Nazi would say. It was Very an anti Semitic statement that was untrue. And huh. I was like, fuck. And he, it went on for like over 90 seconds. I'm like, well, there goes the episode. But, so that's the reason why you don't but, live stream your episodes. Yes. Well, you we, can we never live stream. <laughs> but a lot of the what freestyling that Boban was doing was top tier. Joe's going to talk shit about it saying, oh, no, I just said Boban come back. What? He was talking. Oh, the freestyle shit was ass. No, he doesn't know. That shit was gold. No, there's some not a good singles, episode. Like hidden in the rough. In but there. not good but for a podcast episode. Have but you Hamza, been following? What, what yeah. do you want? Number yeah. one, I saw for some reason a YouTuber I watched the other day asked, "When do you think the Syrian war is was over?" So just checking, the war in Syria is still going, right? Still going on. Yep. Um, now, you actually have uh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, the Syrian civil war is still going on. Uh, I believe it's around ten years now. Or yeah, the tenth anniversary was in March. Um, yeah, it's still going on, man. Unfortunately, um, majority of Syria is under Assad's control now. Um, you have the north east still under Kurdish control, the SDF, um, and then you have the northeast, which is still controlled by uh, the Syrian opposition. So you have who are the uh, YPG? The YPG are the SDF, so they're basically they're a part the of the Kurds, SDF. Yeah, but right. they're the Kurds in Turkey. They're the Kurds. the The YPG is in Syria. The PKK is in Turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're 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 two branches of the same organization, though. Um, and does the PKK rely heavily on penalty kicks? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the Kurds will ever have their own state? Honestly, man, it's hard to tell. Uh, because that at this point, that's the only positive thing. I don't thing think we it's in the interest for. of. Uh, if you're looking for like from a Western perspective, I don't think it's really in Western interest to have a, no, a I, Kurdistan. Um, I understand because Turkey that it's is not. such a valuable ally. No, I understand, you know. So sure, they are. You don't want to upset Turkey. They're already pretty upset that we even funded. Uh, you know the SDF, anyways. I have number one. I don't want to lose. It wasn't until Kraut did his whole series on Turkey that I came to understand it as like a Middle Eastern America. That's what I always Bob, it's that. not a Middle Eastern America. Turkey? <laughs> Are you talking about Turkey? Yeah, you're talking about Turkey. <clears throat> I mean, if you go to Istanbul, you think like you're in another European city, and then you see the mosques. And oh, I'm not see, saying that it's not Western you know, so. or, or Europeanized. I'm just saying like... Bro, it's Their the history same is nothing like ours, Bob. I'm not talking about history, but it is kind of like ours. That's not true. Have you, have you been to Istanbul? Or, Bro. or would you be willing to... I would love to go to Constantinople. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like ours is ridiculous. Bob. You're talking about Istanbul? I'm just telling you this. If you want to talk about like the Europe, the America of another place, please talk about Germany and the middle class. Freaking what? Turkey, what? they had a top-down revolution led by Ataturk, which um, has – like we had George Washington, <coughs> but he had the democratic can, support of the American colonies. Can, they sent representatives. When I compare Turkey and America, I'm not talking about the origin story. I'm talking about the roughly similar population sizes, no, similar geographic no, area, no. and like Western – like – in that region, Turkey is like the most liberal and yeah. westernized yeah, well, nation, okay. yeah. and they're our biggest ally. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's why I call it like a Muslim America. Nothing to do Muslim with like, Prussia. It's literally like it's Muslim. They're more Prussia. like us than what the hell is Prussia? Prussia wasn't wasn't that in Germany? Prussia was Germany. They had their king. They had their famous military, which Turkey's military isn't as famous as it should be yet. But they're building Terminators. Bro, that's why Prussia, bro, Prussia doesn't that's exist. Why I consider them which similar is why to us. They're like they have Prussia. the drones. The Turks Turkey are the exists. Ones. Yes, but here's why they're like Prussia. Prussia is now part of Germany, right? right. Mm-hmm. And Turkey was part of the Ottoman Empire. It was a part of it. And mm-hmm. now it still exists. It was Anatolia before. Before it became modern day Turkey. Anatolia anymore. They kicked you know, out, that's what I'm saying. They kicked under out the, all the Greeks and all the freaking Under the Ottomans it was considered like historically that region is known as Anatolia. Historic yes, and historically that region was diverse and it had a lot of cultures in it mm-hmm. and it was beautiful and too bad the modern Turkish Republic killed all the Armenians and kicked out all the Ju- the yeah. Greeks. Oh, Wait, because wait. Anatolia was diverse. Now, even during the Ottoman Empire, it was pretty diverse. Whenever we you had, guys are uh, done, you guys keep having this conversation. But I want to talk about but the when Bob says it's like the America of of the Middle East. They're less diverse now, Bob. In America, when we founded our republic, it got more bro, diverse. Bro, bro. I in, never, 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 ever. We have the most diverse country in the world. Yes, and you should recognize when you say stuff like you will, Turkey is the America of the Middle East, you're giving them too much credit. Because they founded their republic and they kicked out all the minorities. Our diversity is the reason I would argue America is God's country. But um, I don't actually want to talk about Turkey in like the comparison that much more. No, I want Turkey's to talk a fascinating country. You guys should you, visit. Though. No, you said before oh, this we should pod, visit. Yeah. You were saying to me, oh, and the Islamists in Turkey are much nicer than the Islamists in like if Pakistan. You think, if you think Erdogan's nice then yeah. Joe, well, didn't you did you say before <laughs> this pod that you thought India was passing us as a percentage of population fully vaccinated? As in India has a higher percentage of their population. I don't think that's true. Yeah, you, but you said it before I, the you pod. Know what, you know what I was meaning? Admit it. Yeah, I was lying to you because I know that the Western European countries are passing us. And I just meant that like some countries are passing us. In Japan is past us. But, and but you I are, knew you that were India right. hadn't you, passed you us. You were right and you surprised me. India has passed us in doses given. Told They've you. almost gotten to a billion. Okay. They have given 971 million doses. They have so do you think who's, who's, who's keeping track of these numbers though? People fully vaccinated. I'm just trusting um the Times. No, Whose numbers this is, are you trusting? This is straight from Google. Who's whose numbers? Are they they're using, using the Times as numbers. Data show 
about this data. Whose numbers are? That's why I need to know. It's the times. Yeah, that's impressive, though. I think because over here, over here is the issue so politicized. Data comes from government health authorities, such as. Bro, the they're just using the New York just, Times no, graph. No, have, bro, you, have you watched the Joe Rogan? They're using the government's official totals, not. Have you guys the watched New the Joe Rogan and Sanjay Gupta? I'm going episode? to. I watched it. Because I saw part of it on Breaking but it says Points and they India's said to watch it. 20.1%. I saw the part where Joe was like, Your network lied about the. Yo, yeah, that. Oh, he like, got where? him. He, yo, he's he, like, where did the. And he's like, <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> get the clip! Bro. Uh, yeah, dude. Bro, that was, we are not, he got him, bro. Like We he, are not even in the top, like, 50 countries in, like, percentage. Well, I mean, Bob, you Bob, have half the population that wants to go to war. This if is the what vaccine I've been trying to passed. tell you. If there's a problem with the number of doses we're keeping in America, it's not that we're massively hoarding them, Bob. It's that we just have so few people willing to take willing this to vaccine take, exactly, right yeah, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah, acting but, like okaying the vaccine mm-hmm. for these other groups of people is dumb. <laughs> the reason it's smart is no one else wants Bro. to take it here. So might as well give the vaccine to the people who want it twice. Are you guys going to get the boosters though? I'm not. You know what? I want the booster once it's a – I don't want the same shot twice. I want at least a slightly different shot. Mm. I wait till they have a booster that's like – It's not FDA approved by the way. So, Well, who cares? Well, at least Pfizer I believe. People say, oh, this vaccine isn't FDA approved and then they go to bat for things like chiropractic. And Eastern Medicine. Those aren't FDA approved. Listen to this, brother. Massage therapy isn't FDA approved. Yeah, well, I mean, they're talking about, I think, uh, drugs, um, pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. Melatonin's Shit. not FDA These approved. These articles are old. They might already have it. People take that. They're on risk. But why, is, why isn't it FDA approved, though? Because it's a supplement. Why are, why are some drugs... Um, not approved, but they're allowed to still, you know. Well, here's the thing. You're still allowed to use it. Here's the thing. I don't know Drugs. if any, like, by name, but, I mean, I do hear There that. are over-the-counter and there are Which are not FDA approved. The count- no, over-the-counter drugs are FDA They approved. have to be, right? Like, if it's an over-the-counter right. and it's a pharmaceutical, mm-hmm. it's approved. Vitamins and supplements, though. They don't need to be. Those aren't drugs. Right. And the vitamins don't want to be approved because they have a real hard time with purity. So they don't want to have to pass tests. And the supplements don't want it because they don't want to have to prove that they can do what they claim they can do. Because supplement – I mean like I don't – do you think a supplement can help you grow your hair back or fucking get it? Your, I um, mean, Blue Chew can I, help you get your dick hard. I don't think eating like was it Hems? I think it was Hems. There's a company called Hems, and they give out. Um, yeah, they give out. I seen a Snoop Dogg commercial for Vi- Viagra. Yeah, I'm not talking about Viagra. I'm talking about uh, this is other company <laughs> where if you take their pills, then you apparently you grow your hair back. So. Yeah, Hims sells the Viagra and the hair. Oh, yeah, they sell Viagra too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We don't get sponsored by these people. Don't buy their shit. <laughs> At your own risk. I have four Hims, 
and it doesn't that work. Well. It doesn't there work. Go. No, no, but one, I don't have the pay. I'm Bob, sure if I was taking both things. Until they pay us, just say it sucks. It's not working, though. Look at me. There you go. One, I think it's making my head itch. Uh, you want this episode? What, is it, is it take- tablets or are they like? I don't like- have the tablets. I just have the topical. Oh. And I take. Should probably try the tablets then. Pay more? Should I switch? Yeah, switch. But I have a question. Well, I mean, just look at the reviews. I mean, how are, what are the reviews looking like? I guess I should just add it on. But no, I feel like. One. Does my front. Pe- people say my hairline in the front is receding. I guess I should get the tablets. Bro. So topical, you mean like it's a shampoo kind of thing? Like no, no. Okay. I have a shampoo, but that's not what. The thing is, after I shower, I get an eyedropper and I go. Bup, bup, bup. Oh, okay, okay. Then do you have to like let it stay, and make sure it doesn't stick to anything, or you know? I have to not touch my eyes <laughs> if I touch my hair. <laughs> One night, I literally touched my hair like right after putting it in there. Then I touched my eyes, so I'm like. Shit. I had to go wash my eyes out. This is not. This is exactly what they say not to do. Don't touch your eyes. But um, it's fine. Yeah. What do you do for your luscious beard? What do I do? I honestly, just depend on genetics, man. I've been growing just out let my genetics beard. Take care of it. I'm. I got some beard oil. I don't know. If that but I don't know if it's just me. But all. I think one side, like of my, like one jaw, is growing faster than the other jaw. Do you like I shave your right. neck? Yeah. Right. Do you I shave think, your neck? Yeah, I shave my yeah, neck. Yeah. I think that side is faster than that. Yeah, right? Side. Yeah, because I, I, like, I try to keep it, like, pointed. So that's why I tell my barber kind of trim this side Don't down. you wish it would just and stop then, growing on your neck? Hell yeah, dude. So you wouldn't Bro. have to shave it all? Because it comes Does all the way down here. It connects to my yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does your beard <laughs> make you... I don't really have much chest hair. Um, Does your beard make you into an anti-masker? Makes me into one. Your beard making an anti. Why would it make you into an anti mask? You have that mask so on your face. Let me and it's out so myself itchy. for something weird I do. When you feel the itchiness? No, I just scratch that. That's why I oil my beard. This is like. I oil it too. But when you wear my, a mask, it's not itchy? No. Little masochist little tendencies? He's lying, guys. No, I swear. I, I, it doesn't itch. Will rip out my armpit hair. Jeez. I would rather be an anti masker than a beard oiler, to be honest. I oil my beard. So you look nice at these smells nice. I feel like my beard looks better than Joe's right now. I think you, you, got, you got yours lined up. But um, the question we want to ask is why you yeah. wanted to go to Syria. Yeah, well. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is <laughs> the question we never asked last Shut episode. up, Bob, so we can finally get the answer. All right. Um, well, you know, obviously you didn't. This start. is a good way to sell episodes. We didn't ask it. And that we put the. The question you, you know we didn't you ask do? in one Honestly, episode. Honestly, suggestion. I think you should like uh, make it into clips and then just like. Oh, we should do clips. We should clip we should it. Instead of hosting like two Joe, hours of it. Joe, well, no, we should post clips on YouTube. Next time I, I, you're I watch here. some of these hip hop, um, hip hop. Um, I'm setting up a camera. Like Vlad TV. You're gonna be our first YouTube or, um, episode. Hell yeah, dude! You have Vlad TV. You have. Um, I'll just do my. Phone. Uh, Ern, if you heard of um, Adam, what's his name? Uh, Adam Twenty Two. No idea. So these guys are like hip hop kind of interviewers, so they mm-hmm. go around. Okay, hip hop artists. Adam 22, yeah, actually. Adam Twenty. No Jumper podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they basically take uh, clips from their from their interviews and they and post, they post it online, and then when after everybody sees them, they post the post a full episode. So. Should we like 
That's a good because, idea. Because, I mean, who wants to sit down and watch in an hour? You know, I mean, we're, I'm doing shit. You know, so should we just do I like a clip do. of like us challenging Logan and Jake to fight us? <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Bob, you've got bad ideas. That's a great idea. We're not going to be a reductive YouTube drama Bro, podcast. If I beat Teamstar. Logan Paul in a fight, I'm instantly in the Mayweather you know, conversation, right? I want right? a chance to fight. <laughs> One of them. So we should because clip they it. they got popular and they got a chance to fight. The only people. box though, like if you put them in a UFC octagon, like I don't think they'll survive. Exactly, I can box Logan Paul. I uh, mean, yeah, I don't know. You might need to work. No, down I a think bit. I can box Logan Paul. I think you can because and you'll win even if you don't. I'm gonna tell you this because you're weighted. A little bit, a little bit of <laughs> Joe's also savage protects you from the push. Here's also a thing, Joe. They're only. Joe's one of the scariest fighters you'll encounter. But I think Joe is exposed. You guys both wrestled in Joe, high school, right? Joe, is I a, didn't Joe exposes himself to the knockout. I do think he would need to train. Expose myself to the knockout. I've been in a situation where Joe's just face. been lucky I didn't swing on him. Bob, um, <laughs> if I'm exposing myself to the knockout by you mean... We're not even fighting. No, no, and no, I don't no, even no. have my he's hands attacking up. me, and he's leaving his head open. And I, my brother's a pacifist me. who refuses to swing back, and he's like, "You nah, weren't protecting time, your face." Man, I'm not holding. Then that. don't, Bob. Well, there's UFC gym around here. You guys should just, you know. Yeah, we should go. There. I don't go. actually think UFC I gyms I don't are need expensive. That. Here's the thing: he's in Yorktown. I live in Yorktown, Bob. So. I hope you realize that we got derailed from the important question. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who do you think you could beat in a fight, Bob? Definitely Logan or Jake. But I would need to train for sure. Which one would you rather fight? I actually would rather be friends with either of them than fight them. No, I'm going to be honest. I Bob can I say that if Logan I Paul. got the chance to fight um, either so of like them fight on Jake. video... I would take it. I don't want to be friends. I I'd want like to be to famous. Fight Jake because That'd I think be the, he's the cockier one. And after I beat him up, I could like befriend Logan. He's like that. Start making content. But I think even Jake, even after you beat his ass, he'll like he'll be he'll be, he'll be super. Chill. But I do think yeah, it exactly. Would be, we can be friends after I beat his ass yeah. and I launch this podcast. In I our do think I could brand. take either of them because I have more to gain, <laughs> and I would be more motivated for the fight. But um and. I can take a lot of hits that they... With your face? Yes. Yes, with my face. With my face. So you guys are good at blocking with your face then? No, not good at blocking. I know, know that these guys wouldn't be knocking me out. And well, if it Bob was an MMA fight, I would have a real good chance of winning. If it's boxing, Jake might beat me. MMA, I definitely have a... How long, you, how, how long do you think you'll last with Mayweather though? With Mayweather? In boxing? Yeah. That'd oh. be funny because Mayweather's small, right? Yeah, I would. I could last. I've never trained in boxing, so I would need how tall a is lot he? of time to he's train. He's not that. He's not that big. Yeah, no, I'd he's be like, fine. Uh, but I don't think he would his, knock me out. You know, the, see the he thing with Mayweather, it's not Logan like he has some either. like unique kind of fighting style. Well, he does. You know who could knock well, me he out? Tires, he tires his opponents out. Mike Tyson he, would knock me out. Mayweather wouldn't. Mike Tyson would bite your ear off. Actually, Mike Tyson might be too old to knock me out. What are you talking about? I've seen him. That's so funny. You think Mike can't knock you out? Dude, it was funny. In his interview after the fight against um, Roy Jones, he was like – the announcer was like, 
were you scared? He was talking to Nori Jones. Were you scared that you were going to get hurt in this fight? And then Mike Tyson's like, I'm... I was scared. <laughs> like, he only stopped fighting three years ago. I stopped fighting 15 years ago. I'm the rookie. This man, he's been fighting professionally way more recently than me. Why is everybody worried about him? <laughs> he was legit like, why is anybody worried about me? <laughs> but after It was a draw, too. That He should have won that fight. Mike won. I heard that fight suck. It wasn't bad. What do you mean? Draws are bullshit. That's rigged. Just make both people happy. I do no, think it's to make the house happy and I, take I everyone's money who it bet. Was, it yeah, might have been staged stuff. for that, actually. Because there was so much betting going on for Mayweather that they couldn't give it to him. You mean Mike? Yeah, I mean Mike. Sorry. For Mike Tyson. Everybody was betting on Mike, so they staged a draw. I don't even think yeah, that Mike, fucked up. Mike didn't even sucks. try to get the knockout. And if he did, he could have gotten it easily. Because there were parts of this fight where Mike was just tearing it up. And then he just like kind of laid off. Yeah. But, um... So why did you want to go to Syria? Bob? Sorry. Five minute timeout. Five minutes. Uh... Yeah, um, well, it didn't start off as like, oh, I'm just going to pack my bags and go to Syria, right? It started off as kind of like Started off on a message board. Started, well, not a message board. It started on Twitter, actually. Twitter. The message board of all message boards. Yeah. So, um, it started off as like, you know, you want to help out. You want to help the refugees and you want to help the war effort. Kind of morphs into, you know, um... Then instead of refugee, refugee works on, you know, it looks, everybody can do it. You want to get more actively involved in conflict. And then, yeah, one thing, you just go down the rabbit hole. There's people on Twitter, you know, um, active fighters on the ground. Like, we'll get you in and, you know, we'll help you get in and, you know, yeah. See, I'm going to be honest. I've so had the that's, same that's, thought that's, as I'm you. I'm putting in a nutshell what happened. I've had the same thought as you many times. Like, when I heard they took Crimea, like I was like... Man, I want to go do something about this. Speaking of Twitter, just go follow Just Bob Thungs. Or when I found out that they still had that Britain still had those counties in Ireland, I was like, "Man, I want to go do something that's about this." British mm. territory, so yeah, but I never that's, bought that's, a plane ticket. Yeah, that's that's. I just took it one step forward. Like because I didn't have just, the language was, instead skills. of just talking the talk, I mean, walk the walk. And next thing you know, I was like, okay, how would I, you know, you have people, I got in contact with people who would facilitate it. And um, once on I knew. On Twitter. On Twitter, right. That's crazy. And then we got on more private platforms like um, um, Kick. Kick? Uh, yeah, Kick and like, you know, um, what was the other one? Signal. Signal. Not there signal. you go. That's a signal. Almost all the one. It's not Signal. I forgot. It's a long time ago. Are you talking about Snap? It's the, it's the one with the, with the blue circle and it has... It looks uh, like a blue circle and like a blue minus sign. It's an encrypted huh. platform. But I don't know. It's not. I don't think it's Signal. Telegram? No, not Telegram. This is before Telegram. What the? This is 2014. I it's don't know. Skype. I don't sure have spot. it. Sure spot. Sure spot. Isn't sure WhatsApp spot. encrypted? Yeah, but we didn't really trust Bob, WhatsApp. They didn't so. trust you can't. Facebook. You can't trust WhatsApp. Well, we didn't. So like WhatsApp, you know, owned by Facebook, so we didn't really trust it. But basically, if you wanted to do have a one-on-one conversation with an actual recruiter on the ground and you'd have moved from t- use... Twitter to iMessage. like a more private I don't have an iPhone 
I never will. But what um, did they say yeah. to you that got never? you? Wait, what? what was convincing? Oh, it was it was like you know when you are seeing all this kind of propaganda, all these um, the videos, not the, the videos, and you the have music. these people saying you know you can come and help, you can come and help. You know you're young, you can contri- contribute this way, you can contribute that way, you can serve as a soldier. And it's like you know I'm young. I mean I don't got nothing to lose. Why not? You know, um, I just I, I just started going to Benedictine. High. Actually, I was going to Benedictine. I was in my sophomore or freshman year at Benedictine, and I was like, "Screw this, I'm going." And then, yeah, just packed my bags, got a ticket, and was on my way there. I think Benedictine's a Jesuit school. Have you ever? It is, is it? Yeah. Had you it is. at that point ever even shot a weapon? Never shot a gun. Never held. Uh, yeah, never held a shot of gun. Pretty crazy that they were able to yeah. detain you. <laughs> well, God. they had his... Measures. And the the thing was, okay, the, the idea was you you get there, yeah, and then they don't just snitched. throw you into the battlefield. You obviously, you make it, um, you go to a training camp for six weeks where you have ideological training, oh, where they basically stuff. teach you... Islam? Um, you know, the ideology of what you're fighting for and you're doing good and whatnot. Sharia law. And then after, yeah, sh- yeah basically that. And then <laughs> after that, you go for arms training, small arms training, urban warfare. Cracking the how to How to make, um, you know, how to make explosives and stuff like that. And then, yeah, then you're off to the front line. Man, it sounds like the Boy Scouts all over again. Boy Scouts are the more terroristic element, yeah. I wish I learned how to make explosives in the Boy Scouts. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically what the idea was. Once I got the flight was from here, I had a layover in Vienna, Austria. I actually Crazy. purchased a round-trip ticket. So I was going to go from Chicago to Austria, to Vienna, Austria. And from there, I have a, I have a direct flight to Istanbul. From Istanbul, I'd meet a facilitator. He picked me up from... How much um, was this flight? Oh, it wasn't much, actually. It was like... 1200 800 1200 it's not actually not that that's it wasn't crazy. that expensive that's um, that's pretty expensive no it was for it was not just for me it was for me what? my sister and my brother three people, <laughs> that's, three people. that's pretty affordable <laughs> it was three I'm of us it's just one of you you had three i also dick? find the word three so so yeah funny. so all it was the plan for was for all three of us that's to go hilariously cheap but um but yeah we ended so up whose idea was it first like to actually follow through with it was mine. It was yours. Okay. I mean, because I was the only one working. How how yeah. hard were they to convince? Not they, were, they were on board. Were already. they bored? They were no. They were already on board. Like they. Like how how hard is like I'm just thinking like they were on board like, and y'all like, pretty getting, easily. Because all of us were on Twitter at the same it's just time. Twitter. Yes. This is we followed. We you followed were radicalized the same, on Twitter. Basically, yeah. We were we were following the same people. We were. Um, Communicating with the same Who people. Who y'all following? And then, oh, they don't have them anymore. They took them off. 2015, or that's when they had the purge. They closed all uh, ISIS-related accounts because of that. Oh. And then after the Paris attacks, they even went even more. They purged even more accounts. So even if you, you mention the word on jihad, or even if you mention the jo- word jo- terrorism, jo- they'll flag you. Banned or suspended? <laughs> well, I don't know. My, my Twitter is suspended right now. <laughs> Oh no! I told yeah, Twitter's got kind of going over now, but yeah, that's how the idea. Yeah. That's, that's what it started as, I, though. I'm actually shutting really down uh, ISIS-related accounts. That's really what it started off as, and then you know it became came to like fake news and, and morphed into something else, which you know which you see today. 
But yeah, dude, that was that was the that was the no, no, not anymore. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I've always been. I have a, a Facebook. Very, I have a Facebook. Um, big advocate for a completely free internet. Like they say that Facebook, <clears throat> but your experience itself is an argument against an open internet. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the thing is, like, without Twitter, I don't think I would have, I would have even um, gotten under you know surveillance and whatnot. Is because. You had these fighters and you had recruiters online that they were able to track anyway, you know. And even, you know. So you're saying it was a sloppy recruitment strategy. I mean, they do it on purpose, though, because they want to get in public and they want to get in contact with actual people. I mean, because they have encrypted, back in the days of Al-Qaeda, they had encrypted chat rooms. So you had to know someone and they give you permission. In Arabic, it's called Tezkiah. They give you uh, a permission to access these chat rooms and then you can access it. So you needed to know someone from the inside. And this way, I mean, you have your local ISIS recruiter, not local, but you had your ISIS recruiter on Twitter. He was a Twitter, you know, he was a tweet away or DM away. And um, <clears throat> you just need to prove that, hey, look, um, I'm going to come there. I'm, I'm going to fight for this group and and um, let me know how I can get get through. Actually, when I was going, it was actually more, it was a little more stringent. You had to, you know, uh, know someone and they got you in contact by 2015, from what I'm hearing, it's like, hey, look, you give them a call. Hey, look, I'm on the Turkish border, Turkish Syrian border. Come someone, uh, send someone to come pick me up, and then have someone come pick you up. So when I got to Istanbul, uh, he was supposed to pick me up, drive me all the way to the Turkish border, Turkish Syrian border, bribe Turkish border guards, um, cut out, cut out a fence, kind of like a Hollywood movie, right? You cut out a fence in the border. You cut out, yeah, and then you. You'd basically just run for your life to an ISIS held town on the border. And then um, after that, you go, um, descend, you fill out your recruitment information. So you put your first name, you know, stuff like that. Who should we contact in case you get killed? All that stuff. <clears throat> and then after that, you go, you go to the training camp. You train there for six weeks and then they send you off to the front line. In my case, if I made it there, um, after the six weeks, I would have been shipped to uh, Kobani. They gave you a lot of instru- a lot of instructions. Yeah, the, oh yeah, it wasn't just like you know, show up at our front door, front door. You know, it was like go through with this, 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 and that, and then the rest of it was just planning on my part. So, aren't there a lot of Westerners on the Kurdish side? Like as far as yeah, Western volunteers who want to go fight. Yeah, and matter of fact, uh, the uh, United Kingdom actually stripped away citizenship from those people too. That's pretty because they were fighting with. Um, the YPG, which is a branch of the PKK, which is a designated terrorist, terrorist organization. Yeah, I know why. So, which so is had, con- that's kind of interesting, right? Because, I mean, I know Shamima Begum and, all, and these other people who joined ISIS, they got their citizenship revoked because, you know, obviously they're in a terrorist organization. But the Kurds did you have this. someone who fought against ISIS who is also considered a terrorist, and they got their citizenship revoked by the UK. So. Who? Yeah, that's that's. You have some Westerners up. who are fighting for the PKK, or well, for the YPG, and they ended up getting their citizenship revoked by the United Kingdom. So how come you didn't want to join the Kurds? Because I mean, I wasn't ideologically aligned with the Kurds. I was ideologically aligned with more of the, the radical, the Salafi jihadist ideology. You know, so um, yeah. Isn't that the same shit Boko Haram got? Yeah, same thing. It's kind of Boko popular. Haram, Boko Haram, ISIS, um, 
Yeah. So and then you have uh, Al Qaeda. They all follow the same ideology. Yeah, Salaf- I was say, what's Salafi jihadism. What's the difference between them and Al Qaeda and Taliban and ISIS? The difference between them? Yeah. Well, the difference between Al Qaeda and ISIS, tactically, well, ideologically, they're basically the same. ISIS is just a little bit more extreme. Okay. Al Qaeda never created <laughs> um, a physical state. Al Qaeda was more focused on the West. Al Qaeda wanted to attack the West. You could argue that ISIS was more ISIS was more localized. They wanted to attack local governments. They wanted to topple the Arab dictators, and then after once they gathered the power, they can go and attack the West. Al Qaeda had a more complex understanding of Al Qaeda. Operated more as like a traditional terrorist organization. So you know you hit and run. Um, organizing attacks, not really holding territory, you know, kind of yeah. secluded to the mountains. Whereas or, ISIS is like a child that saw an opportunity and took it. Yeah, and ISIS they was saw mo- some because you got to remember a lot of members of ISIS were actually um, affiliated with the Saddam government, so they knew state building, they knew how to run a state. ISIS was the Baathist party, is what you're saying. A lot of people who were recruited into ISIS after ISIS took over Mosul were um, former Saddam loyalists. So they knew they, they knew how to run a, a country. They knew how to run a state. So when you had journalists who did end up going to ISIS territory, like Vice News went into ISIS territory, filmed the whole documentary on it. They like you know they have an interior ministry. They have a Department of Public Health. They have a Department for uh, Public Utility. Like the, you know uh, they have a, a fire brigade or a fire department. You know they have all these um, the things New, going on. The New York Times did that whole expose on. ISIS documents after the fall. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of actually. So that's so that's really what the difference is. Is tactically, it's that um, Al Qaeda is more. Oh, and another thing, Al Qaeda has a tacit relationship with Iran. Iran is is um, Shiite, right? So they have a kind of you know they they have a working relationship with some people in the Iranian government. Um, ISIS though is a, like an arch enemy of Iran. They hate Shiites. Yeah. Because they're more, um, they're like because it started off. It started Al-Qaeda off in Iraq. Al Qaeda is more political right? than they are religious, aren't they? Al Qaeda is more focused on the West. They don't give a fuck who they. They don't want to kill with. other Muslims. Yeah, exactly. ISIS doesn't care. Most of the victims of ISIS has been other, other Muslims. Muslims, right? Oh, and any Christians they can find. Yeah, and Christians too, right? So um, Assyrian Christians, and yeah, in, in Egypt, you know, they're blowing up churches it, and whatnot. So. What? Why is there a conspiracy theory that ISIS is working with the Jews? Yeah, that's actually it's pretty common. If you, um, yeah, I know the you reason told me why this is the, common. Re- the reason why is um, out of all the Middle Eastern countries, ISIS, uh, ISIS basically had branches in every country, Arab country. They had branches in Algeria. They have branches in Morocco, Egypt. They have an affiliate. Uh, Saudi Arabia. They had a lot of supporters. Yemen. They have an affiliate. Uh, Somalia, they have an affiliate. Afghanistan, they have an affiliate. Afghanistan, that's the most notorious one. That's the one who killed the 13 Marines uh, a month ago. In Indonesia, um, they've got an Indonesia, affiliate. they got Philippines, they actually the have an affiliate. Philippines, they have an affiliate in the so, south, right? So, um, basically, um, what was the question? Why do, you, why do people conspiracize, oh, conspiracize that right. the Jews are so working out of with all, ISIS? Out of all those Middle Eastern countries, ISIS does not have a branch in Israel. Well, to... Counterpoints. Number so, one, so, let me finish. Be, I'm going to finish my yeah. point. So, um, and also, when the coalition, anti-ISIS coalition, was formed, majority of all the Middle Eastern countries were, um, were a part of it. So you had Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, hey, all the Gulf countries. What are we talking about? 
What's part when of the, it? When the anti-ISIS coalition was built, you had all, most of these Arab countries that are part of this coalition, yes. except Israel. Okay, Israel is not part of this coalition. But who is part of it? You had Jordan, Egypt, uh, Saudi Arabia, the Gulf countries, so that's Bahrain, UAE, um, Qatar. Is Syria part of it? Syria is, no, Syria is not part of it. So you but had Jordan a lot was. of the Western allies in the Middle East, they formed this coalition. Well, Jordan is probably the reason they enjoyed Yeah, Jordan, Egypt, you also, I believe, had um, Morocco, who was part of it. Is Le- was Lebanon Japan is a part of it. Um, Lebanon, I believe, was a part of it as Wouldn't well. Wouldn't that be another reason for Israel not to be a part of it? Probably, but, uh, and also at the same time, and also at the same time, ISIS never directly called for attacks against Israel. So that's what you know. A lot of people that took those two, and that's there was this, weird. They ne- that's weird that they never called for direct attacks. They did. Israel. I mean, they did, but it was like it wasn't like, you know, how they called for attacks against the West. They weren't calling attacks for Israel like in that same manner. So a lot of people were like, are these guys really? And you know, cons- that's how conspiracy theories start up, right? With a fragment of yeah. truth, and then they, yeah, it's a fragment of truth. Yeah. So yeah, that's what. Uh, so everybody, you know. Uh, that's where it started off as. And there was there weren't too many ISIS attacks in Israel if I recall. But um and also I know the Palestinians, the Pal- like a lot of Palestinians uh are supportive of Hamas. Hamas is not really friendly with ISIS. Yeah. And they that ha- makes sense. They have they have a different that's ideology. What, that's what I was gonna say is the reason another reason why there might not be a local uh, ISIS affiliate in Israel is Israel already has a local right. political extremist exactly. movement that's well established mm-hmm. and has Islamic roots, so like mm-hmm. it wouldn't, it would inherently take the space that exactly. ISIS takes. Yeah, up. but obviously you know you know you have people who don't know all the facts, and you know just cook up a conspiracy thing like oh yeah, um, and plus the ISIS pe- is an invention of Israel. I mean, there probably are some people in Palestine who want to be part of a greater Arab state, but most of no. Them, you had don't get me wrong. You had Palestinian recruits inside uh, inside ISIS. You had yeah, Pal- definitely. And um, the, actually, the Egyptian affiliate of ISIS has a lot of Palestinians in it. So you had a lot of um, people in the Gaza Strip who sympathized with ISIS. They crossed the border into Egypt and ended up joining the local ISIS affiliate. The Sinai Peninsula, which is which borders the Gaza Strip. Yeah, I'd say if ISIS wasn't attacking Israel, that was a tactical decision. Yeah, and also like when they were confronted, like I remember, um, I asked or someone asked a recruiter, "Why, why don't you guys attack Israel?" And they're like, "Well, it's a tactical thing, right? Yeah, it's it's, like Israel is the only nuclear-armed country in the region. Uh, we would just be fighting a losing battle if you just declared war on and Israel." Attacking Israel so, would be a good way – while the Americans were leaving Afghanistan, mm-hmm. it would be a good way to get the Americans recommitted, mm-hmm. attack directly against Israel and draw an American – But even though Israel was not part of like the coalition, I think they did have a lot to do with intelligence. Or if they, yeah, I heard – Like thing, Mossad, see, Mossad was, had a lot. The reason I really don't believe those rumors Israel, is I've heard rumors in the, in the New York Times that Israel was bombing ISIS targets in Syria. Like that they were – As far as I know, the only bombing Israel has been doing in Syria is against Hezbollah or um, yeah, no, Assad targets. I'm pretty sure they – Or like Iranian were, Iranian militias. I know that they were attacking Iranian militias. Yeah, but, you know, to stop weapon shipments from going to Hezbollah. But as far as ISIS directly – I mean Israel directly attacking ISIS, I haven't heard it. In Syria, I haven't heard any. 
I did hear Israel of some. Heard, I did yeah. hear of some um, attacks against the ISIS affiliate in Egypt directly by Israel. If Israel, if ISIS, not against, if Israel wasn't attacking ISIS, the only reason, the only explanation is their standoff with Iran. Yeah, I mean because they have a common enemy, right? Yeah. So and their common enemy has nuke is gonna be because yeah, it's gonna have nuclear weapons. Um, and also, I think another reason is. Um, they didn't want Israel to be part of the coalition is because if Israel did end up joining the coalition, it kind of delegitimized the entire coalition, right? Because you have um, ISIS saying, "Hey, look, see, they're just they're just another all these Arabs. They're traitors. They're with Israel anyway. We're the true Arab. Uh, we're the true representatives of the Middle East of the Muslims. So that would have delegitimized. Like it just you know for how do you feel about Iran?" In the Iranian Republic. Honestly, I, I don't – I'm not really too fond of the Iranian government. Because like to me, our allies in Saudi Arabia are villains. I don't like Saudi Arabia. And our alliance Saudi government? No. with Saudi Arabia – I think our alliance with Turkey is justifiable. Like I want the Kurds to have a state, but you know, it makes sense. They're a democracy. They have – they haven't committed a genocide since World War One, so but like the Sauds are a monarchy with they just gave women the right to drive so ideologically that's the thing right about the United States we don't even though we say we're gonna go fight for human rights and you know you know and do all that, we have a history of dealing with people who are not ideologically aligned with us do. Who sponsors more terrorism, the Saudis or the Iranians? With the Saudis, it's not – I don't think it's – see, that's the thing. A lot of people just conflate um, people from Saudi Arabia sending – funding these terrorist groves and the government of Saudi Arabia see, sending funds. I'm not conflating so, them. So you I have – see – like – Like people just say, oh, Saudi Arabia is funding terrorism. Like, yeah, you have private individuals yeah. in Saudi Arabia I who are funding – Terrorist groups, yes, understood. But the government of Saudi Arabia and, is not actively and funding low levels these groups. of the government. It could be, yeah, exactly. The, I heard low levels of the government helped those people get apartments for, before nine. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you had, um, and they're trying to actually make those documents public they on behest of the Saudi Arabian public. government because they want to show, hey, look, look, no. we weren't involved. The Saudis were the ones. Who Saudis were asking. They had it censored, bro. No, they said they bro, want the documents released. Bro, if you believe that, no, I've got a look, bridge look, to look, sell look, look, you. Let me pull up this article for you. Let me the pull up this Saudis article for you. covered up their involvement in 9-11. Let me pull up, let me pull up like, the article. I, I'll tell you this. The story on 9-11 has been crystal clear since day one. Did the government of Saudi Arabia sponsor Osama bin Laden? No. The official government and the king were anti Bin Laden. Have I said anything wrong so nope. far? No, you're completely right. But the Saudi Arabian population and low levels of the government have always been sympathetic with Bin Laden and his struggle against America. And there's grassroots support in Saudi Arabia for terrorism. 100%. And beyond that, there is Saudi state support for terrorism, just not the 9-11 attacks. Like, are there terrorist groups the Saudis support in Yemen? Yes. Mm. They are the rebels. Or the rebels are rebelling against 
But are they considered terrorists, though? That's the thing. Are they considered terrorists by the United States? Because Stop doing that. What? You're doing what the CIA... You are supposed that, to not I was trying to bring that. a point. I was trying you're, to bring a point. I'm trying to make a point you here. You were declared a terrorist. I'm trying to bring... You're I'm supposed trying to, make a point to understand... Here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make the a point. same point as you. But are they considered saying, terrorists or are they considered yeah, yeah, malicious? Yeah. Are, oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? In Yemen... The militia. The, the, Who's the, a terrorist? What's a terrorist? Definitely the Sunni militias in Yemen are. Terrorists. How about the Houthis? The Houthis are rebel. Uh, no, wait. The Houthis are. The, aren't they the ones that are rebelling against? The, They're the ones rebel, rebelling against the state, uh, Yemeni. Well, the Yemeni state, right? Which is controlled by the Saudis somehow. Which is backed by the Saudis, yeah. Because it's a monarchy, right? I think you're talking about the Houthis. The Houthis are Shia, so they're yeah, they're, okay, yeah. they're backed by Iran. But I'm pretty sure there are also Sunni militias like supporting the government in Yemen. Yeah, exactly. They probably employ the same tactics of the, as terrorists. I'm saying the Houthis aren't terrorists. That's what I'm saying. Why aren't they? Because they're being bombed from the sky ISIS and starved to death. And because they're not beheading death. anyone. They shot a dude with an AK-47 in the spine. I've seen I'm, – I'm telling you this. I've seen videos. <laughs> I've seen videos of the Houthis taking yeah. prisoners. Yeah. I've seen them capturing people alive, which is not what ISIS did. I've seen the ISIS videos. When people surrendered to them, they shot them dead. Okay? Like – So beheading, about- beheading prisoners, does that make you a terrorist? Yes. So al-Qaeda beheaded two people. That's it. Even though that's a lot, but well, we've they beheaded two. So why are they considered terrorists? They did nine eleven. Exactly. So beheading people, like if you're just gonna, you don't. We don't know. The definition of a terrorist is depends. Like Turkey considers the yes, PKK a the terrorist Kurds, organization. I. That's what I was saying. Is that like I said this on it's an earlier pod term. with Bob? I said this on an earlier pod with Bob. I want to see the list of the terrorist attacks from the groups we support. I want to know every bombing the YPG does in Turkey. Mm-hmm. I want to know every freaking attack the Hebrew nationalists do in Israel. Mm-hmm. But you see, the thing is, they want to make mainstream news. But if you look for it, you'll find it. But this is the thing: I think there's a difference. Like yeah, I understand that ISIS were technically rebels, but they didn't. They they were opportunists. The civil war already started for sure, hundred percent. You know where Gambia is? I know where Gambia, Gambia is. West That's Africa. where freaking uh, yeah, my find homie is cement? from. Yeah, I know where it is. Oh, yeah. you want me to find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need your is help. It VPN. No, no, no. Joe's saying, oh, vaccine hesitancy is the reason no one... Look at all those low percentages. Those people in Africa can't get the vaccine. Fuck the booster. Send my booster to a kid in Africa. 7.9. Yeah, you can send my booster to Gambia. I don't need it. Send it to the people with 7.9% vaccination. Thank you. Send it to... What's my buddy's name? Freaking... Send it to Bullock? Bullock, yeah. Send it to Bullock. Shout in, out to Bullock, in, in Gambia, one of our listeners. <laughs> but um, but yeah, dude. Um, but no, the, the Houthis are definitely not terrorists. But why aren't they though? That's the thing. Like it's such a subjective term. Is it's like why you know who's considered you know terrorist who can and who's determine, not determine you know who can determine who determines who, that you know who can determine who's a terrorist and who's not who? me. 
There you I go. can. It's subjective. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. But I should do it for everyone. <laughs> 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 like, um, like, see, they're at 27%. That's amazing. That 21.7, and it's Rwanda, and I feel like Look someone, at Tanzania. It's at zero. Look at it. People it's because it's a is tiny like country. Wakanda. Yes. Well, they had a genocide a two That's crazy, decades right? ago. That's crazy, So yeah. when people say that, are they saying Wakanda was – they're just saying that America is good. They're like, a little bit of genocide to make your pie. As long as you're doing good and you're on as good long terms as you're black with, uh, and you're on good terms with uh, and also superpowers. Rwanda, are they only saying that because they took away the land from the whites? I feel like the only reason no, Rwanda's, that's Zimbabwe. Joe, that's oh, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Joe, I feel that. like the only reason Rwanda not has like Wakanda. regionally high vaccination rates is because they're tiny. And someone said. We got to make sure those people in Rwanda don't get the short end of this. <laughs> Bro, look. You know, you know why Rwanda's vaccinated like that? It's because their neighbor Tanzania is refusing the vaccine, so there's a surplus by them. Oh, there is a country next to them that this thing won't even go That's on. That's Tanzania. West Africa is a very volatile place, though. Tanzania is East Africa. South. Tanzania is East, East Rwanda's West, I believe. Rwanda's in the fucking middle, man. Oh, it's in the middle? Mid- it's south, middle, not even close to west. West Africa's the Gambia. The Gambia, the West Ivory Sahara, Coast, Morocco, Mali, Ivory Coast, Algeria, uh, Tech- Gilbatrar, Morocco, Nigeria. Mal- Nigeria. Nigeria, good luck beating Boko Haram. Cape Boko Haram. Verde. Cape Verde is at 52%. They beat Boko Haram. Boko Haram's gone. No more Boko Haram. No more Chicago. Do they still have... Oh, conf- Nigeria is probably got. Let's be honest, man. There's yeah, probably yeah. a conflict happening right now in Nigeria. Bro. I mean, the, the Boko Haram, yeah, is gone, but why? I didn't pe- mean the fighters gone. Why are people freaking out about our vaccination rate? We're beating Mexico. How do Isn't you feel that- about Charles Taylor? Charles Taylor, who is he? Was an American who went to Liberia. Well, apparently, he was actually born in Liberia. But oh, he went back. They- oh, the slave. Uh, um, what you call it? The go back to Africa movement. No. That guy's an American. Charles Taylor is an African warlord. That they but for some reason they always oh, refer to him yeah, as said, an yeah. American. Yeah. When they like when you look at the films, every all the Africans refer to him as an American. But then when you go on Wikipedia, it says he was born in Monrovia. Is that where is that where uh, Captain you know Captain funny? what is it? Captain Booty Yes, Face? yes. Joe. He fought in the Liberian Civil War. Captain Buttnaked. Yeah, but General Buttnaked fought against he was a rebel Charles against Charles Taylor, okay? Mm-hmm. So he fought in the second Liberian Civil War. The first one, this is interesting, since you don't know about him. Mm-hmm. He fights the Civil War, right, with his um, li- whatever, the People's Liberation Front or whatever he called yeah, this whatever thing. organization they And have. they, after the war, hold in a real election and he campaigns on the slogan like, I killed your father, I killed your uncle, but like elect Charles Taylor for a brighter Wait, tomorrow. Wait, Charles Taylor is the cannibal guy, right? No, that's – the that's general butt naked, okay. But there were cannibals on both sides, including in Charles Taylor's forces. Mm. But the fam- most famous cannibal of them all was General Butt Naked, and he fought against Charles Taylor's forces. Which, I think he's the one who had uh, the Vice documentary on him, right? Yes, 
Jeff. And his name's John something now. John Briani. How is Liberia doing? I hope they're doing good, bro. I hope. I heard that COVID hit them pretty hard, Should but damn. I've heard Which, they're doing all right. Yeah, Liberia. They're doing better than Guyana and and um their other neighbor. That's Sri, Sri Lanka now. Sierra Leone. Sir, yeah. There you go. Liberia, and that's what's Libya. No. And that's what's weird about Charles Taylor is. He, after he took control of Liberia, he invaded Guyana and Sierra Leone. He got his ass kicked. He got his butt kicked. Yeah. yeah. But he gave, like, some famous... He went to... For some reason, he was popular with Pan-Africanists, Charles Taylor. So, this like is Gaddafi? What, yeah, like Gaddafi mm. and freaking Mandela. Liberia might was be hanging out with this guy. Not getting the vaccine. Was Mandela a Pan-Africanist? Mandela was hanging out with Charles Taylor hmm. in South Africa. Is no one ever gives Mandela shit about this. No one ever goes it for Mandela. Liberia they next came to for Morocco. It's close to Morocco. There's a country that's black on the map. It means they don't have any vaccine. I think it's Liberia. Probably is. <laughs> um, but I wanted to um. Say something kind of funny about this disease. So I think objectively speaking, if Donald Trump had won the election, more people in this country would be vaccinated because the culture war. Mm. Um, And it's also funny that at the same time – so Biden won because he said he's going to handle the The pandemic better. But objectively speaking, Mm -hmm. more people would have gotten vaccinated under a Trump second term. Because, because there wouldn't be so Trump much, would be there wouldn't, there wouldn't be so much politici- yes. uh, like uh, the idiots who aren't yeah. exactly getting right. vaccinated mm-hmm. yeah. would go get vaccinated point. Yeah. with their commander in chief yeah. in charge. But now they're just being stubborn and like they're they're just. But then who's to say? What if the other side they were pushing? Against, what if they became the anti vaxxers Who consequently left. If Trump That's, is pushing I mean, the vaccine, no, that wouldn't. Happen. I need. I need to tell the you Democrats something. Democrats actually have higher hi- people IQs. People act on average. like this. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like this no, but I'm saying every, everything in the like the whole bipartisan yeah. thing is like okay. If the, an issue comes up, right, a side uh, like Democrats or Republicans pick a side, and then whoever picks first, the other side has to be against it. Hamza, like, no, that's simply not true, though. Because first of all, the Democrats. Have never been the same way as the Republicans when it comes to just digging their boot heels in and like obstructing shit. Like, Democrats there are, are always still, the like they're always more you, prone like, to compromise. You, if the Republicans, yeah, okay, yeah. if the Republicans enough, yeah. tomorrow mm-hmm. were like massive climate agenda, we're going green, no more coal or like natural gas, we're going batteries and nuclear. Mm-hmm. Do you think the left would suddenly be like would? Just because like Trump was for it, no, but that would just that would just it. look like um, the Republicans kind of folded to the Democrats because Democrats already had a position and they already had a position on that issue. Okay, pick like another. You're like, kind of right, actually. The fact that Republicans okay, have how made about this? this decision to be against like electric, <laughs> a Democrat <laughs> goes to war with China. Do you think Republicans are going to instantly hate on the Democrat for doing that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like they already picked an issue. They're already anti-China anyway. Yeah. So, so it looked like the Democrats folded the to the Republicans. The system's not entirely partisan. But if a new issue does come up, like, like the one that one, an issue that doesn't really have any 
like any pos- like both sides don't have a position on it. I mean, pick anything. Um, I well, don't know. I, aliens. Stem cell Yeah, like okay, yeah. Let's say aliens, for example. Should we build relations with the extraterrestrials, or should we not? Well, we already know how things will fall with that. The Republicans will say enslave them, and the Democrats will say give them rights. That's the way it'll be. The Democrats will say let's suck them off. <laughs> Or actually, it might end up being that the corporations just sort of just like, oh, we wanted to talk say about they're this. a patent. They'll patent the aliens. How do you find. feel about the two bills that are stuck in Congress? Because we were talking about this, me and Bob, and we were like, well, our show is pretty slow on the release dates, but we're faster. Than Congress, Congress is so paralyzed that we can keep up with what they're doing. And there's the three point you know five trillion dollar. Yeah, I know Joe Manchin. He's like the. Um, but do you know what he Republican, wants right? to take out of the bill? He's. He wants yeah, to take he out the, the climate. Provisions. He wants to take out the climate change, also the infrastructure. Uh, is that the main thing? Is that um? So there was two bills. Saint, uh, what's the name? Cinema. 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 Christian Cinema. The Arizona bitch. She wants to. She wants to take the infrastructure bill out, right? You so there's two things. There's an infrastructure bill. And there's a reconciliation bill. The infrastructure bill has money for like roads, bridges, highways. Um, it has a bunch of corporate giveaways in it too. Like, mm-hmm. um, what does it have in it that they really want? The salt tax deduction. That's what's in it. Yeah, that's it, right? The salt, salt tax deduction. The salt tax deduction's in it. That's why they want it. No, that's not all that's in it. There- no, so like, <laughs> there's the roads, the bridges. And money for like there is money in there for natural gas exploration, and there's money in there for like certain subsidies to continue. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely there's money the, in there for windmills the and bullshit. There's the state and local tax deduction in the infrastructure bill, and then there's the other bill, the three point five trillion dollar human infrastructure or reconciliation bill, and that has that has um. Free child care, expanded Medicare, expanded child tax credit that we have this year, the one that's like $300 or something per child. It makes that permanent or at least five years, something like that now. Um, And um, free junior college. It expands Medicaid, Medicaid to 60 instead of 65, and it adds teeth and debt. Dental and vision. Yeah. Nice. And my grandma was like, oh, they can't add those things. Yeah, how my grandma's like, how can we afford dental oh and vision? She sounds like a fucking Republican. <laughs> I'm like, how? if how this can, is how, how you feel. How can we afford war in Afghanistan and exactly. not afford I'm like, this. if this exactly. is how you feel and your cousin lives on the West Bank, just register for the Republican the whole, Party. They've the got your interests in The whole cost of the human mind. infrastructure bill is like less than half of like and our intelligence community. Community's black mm. budget. The funny thing is, my grandma's voted liberal her entire life. She's Wait, probably me, yeah. never voted for a Republican. Like that's not true. She's she split tickets. You idiot. Not for the presidency. Oh, oh, for the presidency. Yeah, you're right. She's. We're probably not telling them how she voted for county board. I'm she just lives saying, in Cook you're County. She's probably never voted for Republican. She votes for Republicans Guys, all the time. I'm going to teach you something about strategic voting. Strategic voting is this: when you live in Cook County. And you want to f- them to fix the government, but you think your county is br- – you think s- the city of Chicago is broke. Mm-hmm. You vote for the Democrat 
for president in Congress, so they'll spend federal money on Illinois, and you vote for the Republican for your local city council, so they might lower parking fees and fire all the garbage men. Why would they, why would I'm not telling anyone to vote Republican. You should never vote Republican. We need but garbage like, men in this country. It it makes sense if you are in a Democrat-dominated area known for corruption to occasionally vote for a Republican every now and then to scare them honest. Well, most of the constituency is like Democrats. But we we wanted to talk about the bill. But wait, what were you saying? I'm just saying most of the people in in the Chicago area, Cook County, and all that, they're pretty much Democrat voters, right? Not well, yes. everyone. I mean, I'm not saying everyone, but like all good, Bob, you have to admit some things. The Cook County and the and now DuPage County, but Cook County used to by itself bring this state blue. I know a lot of people yeah. who lifelong Chicago residents who've been a Republican every day of their life and. Those people live in Bridgeport, Bob. They get beat up by black people as soon as they leave their neighborhood. It's not true. <laughs> it's not like that. I'm talking about your friend. Stop calling that Tino. Tino, we know you're a racist Irish Tino's kid not from racist Bridgeport. And you got his neighborhood wrong. And what, what's he crazy from? I'm not gonna. Docks his neighborhood. Why? Because it's the only part of Chicago that votes Republican? It is one of the few Republican districts in the city. What was the the one uh, district? I think it was 13 district um, who uh, who voted in. uh, That guy won the Republican primary. He was a neo-Nazi or something. I think it was 13 congressional district. Uh, Art, Art, Art Jones. Art Jones. I don't know Art Jones. He, he, He won the Republican primary. For what? Uh, for the 13th Congressional District, Illinois. Oh. Um, I believe that. And people started freaking out because this guy is a Holocaust denier. He's a neo-Nazi. You know who else is a Holocaust denier? Um, Jim Oberweiss, but he runs every year and no one makes a big deal about that. He got money. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they started freaking out. and um, Beverly. They, I think he was running against uh, – what's her name? Who was a Republican? Who was, who was a Democrat challenger? What are you talking Did about? Did they win? You know, have you heard of Art Jones? No. Who? Art Jones. Mm-mm. New Nazi guy who almost got the congressional Texas? district. No, Illinois. Here? You yeah. know, neo-Nazis no have way. almost won races here plenty of times. Almost. almost. Yeah, yeah, this is And it was a long where, time ago, but like Skokie had a new Nazi This is where parade. the ACLU fought for the Nazis' right to protest, right? Yeah, exactly, in Skokie. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Back when the ACLU was principled. And now then they, they never made have the, the Blues balls. Brothers movie and they pretended to run over those motherfuckers. And that's a good movie. I used to how like do the feel, ACLU. But I think they're just a how bunch of overpaid attorneys now. How do you feel about yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse being photographed with all those neo-Nazis in, on near the Illinois border with Wisconsin? Was it neo-Nazis or uh, Proud Boys? Well, I'm going to tell you this. They were at a bar, and they all did the OK symbol for a photo. What is OK symbol, though? Oh, like, it's supposed it's, to be it's supposed to be a white, white supremacist symbol, right? Now. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm just if, everybody, I think you told okay. me, Joe. I think you told me that it's just a point 
uh, like the 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 what you call it, the alt right is just trying to make a point that they'll cancel you over everything. Yes, and then and they're proving they make they're proving it by doing like okay the yeah, okay but, sign which is basically neutral. But you have yeah, to, but and you people have cancel every, it. Okay, I think See, I'm gonna agree with you and disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree that labeling the okay sign as a hate symbol is silly and it's surrendering to the far right. And the pe- a lot of the people who do it are doing it ironically, and they're not white supremacists. Right. I mean, that see, being like, said, when you watch games like like I mean, you ha- every other person has like the okay sign. I know enough about my state to know where that white, bar though, was. If you're white and you do the okay symbol, you're, and you get kicked out of a Cubs I, game, I know enough about Illinois to know where that bar was, and the fact that everyone was doing it for the photo that they were in fact neo Nazis, <laughs> like the. The thing is, I think it's ridiculous that that photo could be evidence at his trial. And I think it's ridiculous that he could be they – won't, They won't use it I as – I think – They'll the, use it as character. Um, yeah, as character, character assassination. But, but as far as like – as evidence that you know he's uh, – yeah, in the end, you really have to see if he – what was it? The, the charges are he killed someone, right? He killed three people. He killed three people. So the charges mean like did he, did he do it in self-defense or did he do it – Yeah. Was a premeditated. I honestly think it might just. He might just. They might just find him guilty on manslaughter. I. If, if do, I was if on the, the jury, if they don't end up acquitting him. If I was which, on the jury, I don't know. Crazy things have happened. Good thing I'm not in the right county to be on the jury. Because if I was, I'd keep my mouth shut. Because I'd really want to be on the jury. <laughs> but if I was on the yeah. jury, I'd let him go. Who talking about? Because number one, the whole thing about esta- I think it's stupid that they're trying to establish him as a racist because he didn't even shoot any black people. They shot white leftists. Doesn't it? If you shoot into a BLM crowd and you only hit white people, doesn't that show you're the opposite of a racist? Here's what I'll say about <laughs> Kyle. If we're gonna arrest him. We better be locking up everyone who is burning down that gas station and everybody who is rioting. But, but, but did they kill anyone though? When they burned his gas stations down. But I that's that's what you know what if he, if he just shot into the air, you know, the, the reckless, first guy you know, he the killed, first guy did shoot the in the air. Guy, no, no. If Kyle Rittenhouse video, shot into the air, but have you seen the video? He would have probably just gotten charged with a reckless and reckless uh, discharge of a firearm. But he killed someone. Have you seen he killed someone because, because what you're saying is silly. Because what? there was a gunshot into the air mm-hmm. while the one dude was charging at him, and it was right behind the dude over his shoulder. So, like, Wait, I who, think who shot the gun in the air? Though a random fucking protester right, shot their gun in the air while the dude, while Joseph Rosenbaum was, was charging, charging Kyle Rittenhouse, and Kyle turned around and shot Joseph Rosenbaum, probably in reaction to, to the shot. first no, no, gunshot. No, no, and even without the gunshot, I'd but, argue that he has no, grounds to I'm shoot t- Rosenbaum no, because about Rosenbaum Rittenhouse, was charging him. If Rittenhouse shot into the air instead of directly shooting Rosenbaum, yeah, the dude's charged. Then, then yeah. it wouldn't have been a big deal because you know it's. I have a question. But when you Would kill someone, big, someone's got to face the blame. I have a serious blank. question for you. Mm-hmm. If he shot his gun in the air, and, and then, then Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum takes him, three takes more steps, and then tackles him, takes the gun on hand, and shoots and then kills Kyle, Kyle on the ground. <gasps> 
would it be a big deal or would he be justified because that's Kyle what, fired that first shot? But that's because, that's the defense's job. The defense's job is to prove that Kyle was in imminent danger yeah, and you act in self-defense. I'm going to be honest. I've seen the videos. Mm-hmm. I think I've he seen was all the videos. Danger. You think so? I've seen all of them. At least that's and this guy. is a one guy had a knife on him, right? The second guy who's the guy who I don't know kill, anything the about. The guy who got shot in the arm had a gun. Yeah, the guy he didn't. Sh- the guy he didn't kill. <laughs> the guy who had a gun. Didn't die. And Joseph Rosenbaum, number one. And the dude they're who not did allowed die to mention was this hitting him with a skateboard. in the media. But Joseph Rosenbaum, the first guy he killed, was, was charging him, and he was a pedophile. The second guy and he who put got him killed down. was attacking him with a skateboard. And when you're and being charged with a fire, could be manslaughter. I think I don't think it's there's the a good degree. argument for self defense on, on all three. Because the second guy, I, the second guy, when you watch the video, someone started shouting that this guy shot someone, and you've and got a, a mob, whole crowd of people coming, and they're all him. chasing after him. And at that point, when you have a mob when chasing you, away. now you're in textbook Second Amendment zone. Like the first, once you've established that Joseph Rosenbaum. Was charging was at him, and he was definitely and it was charging nighttime him too, right? you because really he see. thought that he was a guy who put out his his arsonist attempt earlier. Like that's the reason it he was, was charging at him. For Once you've established arson. those two things, and you establish that he shot Joseph Rosenbaum in self defense, then the mob chasing after him for Joseph Rosenbaum being shot. Now he has to defend himself from that. So now he's in a clear Second Amendment situation. Because if a if a gun's not meant to protect you from an angry mob, what's it for? Fair point. Yeah, and, and, and mean, it was and it was nighttime, right? I, yeah, the, it was, the, the it city is, was okay, not only was it, it nighttime. Was it's a cartoonish situation mm-hmm. of you see the city burning like a Batman mm-hmm. movie. Oh, and this is what I have to say about Joseph so Rosenbaum. If you dying. ask why if does Joseph he have a gun, Rosenbaum, it's because the city's burning. of Swinging at him with a skateboard. If instead of doing that, he dives and tries to take the gun. Oh no, that's not Joseph Rosenbaum. That's the second guy. Oh yeah, who's the second guy? No, that's the third guy. Is, yeah. the guy is, is Rosenbaum okay, the pedophile? So there's three people who got shot. Rosenbaum's the pedophile. He's guy number one. Yeah. He gets shot charging at Kyle. Dead. Second guy is the guy with the kick. The second guy is the guy with the skateboard who comes up behind him and smacks Kyle Rittenhouse in the back of the head and Kyle turns around and blasts him. If that guy had went up behind him and grabbed the gun, he wouldn't be dead. He wouldn't be dead today. But – and then the third guy is the guy with the pistol who got shot in the arm and didn't Mm. die at all. So two people got killed. Yeah, skateboard, idiot, and Joseph Rosenbaum. Pedophile Anthony Huber, that's the dad. Who's the guy with the long hair? That was Huber. That Huber, was Huber. Yeah. He used to do with the skateboard. Well, um, don't bring a skateboard to a gun. All fight. those <laughs> things being said, it's definitely a fact that t- Kyle Rittenhouse was just hanging out with a bunch of Nazis at a bar on the Illinois Wisconsin border. Oh, really, see, that's the thing, right? The thing about the media and a lot of a lot of leftists, it just clump all the alt right guys as neo Nazis, and that's a, mis- call that's a mistake. Nazi. Because that's a lot a of, a, a lot of because when you classify everyone as neo Nazi, 
but and they're not. You like, have to for example, they, they started saying the Boogaloo boys, like Boogaloo boys, are neo Nazis. No, well, they're not. You have, the Boogaloo boys well, are not neo Nazis. Well, oh well, well, wait well, a minute. Well, what do I mean, you, you have well. you have certain sections of the Boogaloo well, boys who maybe I don't know. It's more complex. I'm going to be honest. That. If I... there is a group that actually calls themselves the Boogaloo boys. Maybe not all of them. Right, you're right. There's, are there's a lot of sections, a lot of factions but within the most Boogaloo of boys. the time. Uh, most of the time, I've ever heard that phrase used. It was just to talk about neo Nazis. That's the thing is because people clumped all the alt right Second Amendment or, gun nuts together well, and just be like, all of them are neo Nazis. You have to understand that's a problem. But you say that's a problem. Wanting but to the, have number a one, Boogaloo when you're glumping. Implies when you're gl- when you differentiate when you're grouping between- people together who are all hanging out at the same bar, you're not making it like yes in the media, people group everyone on the right who has a group with guns together right. exactly. as Nazis. Mm-hmm. Now I know that's not true. I know that even the three percenters aren't Nazis. Right. The three percenters just believe that only three percent of the people participated in the American Revolution right. and, oh, they want to take down the government. But they're not Nazis. Exactly. That being said, on the Illinois-Wisconsin border, there is a high concentration of people of two things. Number one, of German descent. And number two, they're Republicans. And the third thing about this group of people is this group of particular white Republicans on the Illinois-Wisconsin border happen to also be neo-Nazis disproportionately. So were they, they able, wear were the they flag. Able, were they, they able to identify those Pride Boys they took the pictures with? Are they affiliated with any neo-Nazi uh, or do they have neo-Nazi sympathies or something like that? Bro, are they actually Because I know the Proud group? Boys in itself, they are having a fracture within themselves uh, because their leader, their leader, Enrico T- Enrique Enrique Tario, he just got arrested, and there was a lot of internal rift going on. So, you know, you had the neo Nazi faction, and then you had just you know the alt right. No, not the alt right. The Americans. That, yeah, the you know the typical right winger, you know, a little bit extreme, but um, like that. So, oh, oh yeah, pro Trump. Pro Trump. I know there's um, a big people. difference between a red blooded American conservative and a Nazi. Yeah, it's definitely the huge difference between the now. Two. But when you clump all of them together, though, that you're just kind of contributing to people becoming neo Nazis or sympathizing with neo Nazis. Because, like, my, I mean, I'm, I'm calling you. I agree know. with you. I don't know. But because the Republican they, if they party, are exhibiting Nazi-like tendencies, but not by everyone does. Them though. Out, you are. But not everyone does. Not though. everyone does. Yes, and, they do. And, and I'm sure the number Everyone of Jews does, though. in the Republican Party has increased over the years as Trump's gotten more pro-Israel. That being said, like, there's a lot of Nazis in the Republican Party. That's what I'm saying. It's such a weird it's combination because you have, like, pro-Israeli um, people on Trump's side and then you also have, like, these neo-Nazis who are on Neo-Nazis like Israel because it's an ethnostate. I think the people mm-hmm. who want to build a wall between us and Mexico are it's kind of it's kind cowards. of weird, isn't it? And it's an ethno state that they can say they helped create. That's that's super interesting. Yeah, isn't it interesting? It's weird. Yeah, yeah it's a weird dynamic there. But yeah, Nazis are bad. 100%. Even Illinois Nazis. Any Nazi. 
Uh, What's guess, wrong with being a national right socialist? Unless the Nazi goes to Wi-Fi what? No, I'm saying I got to – Oh, you got to go. Yeah. I was yeah. saying unless the Nazi goes to Ukraine and fights for the Crimea, let them do that. Hamza, thanks for coming on. Oh, no problem, dude. It was a pleasure. I was, you know, we always have good conversations on here. A great talk. Here. Bro, yeah. thank you for coming on Definitely, for an man. hour and a we half. got to have a follow-up again. We you know? actually asked you the question we wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, I hope I answered it. <laughs> I fully answered it. That bill, both bills better pass. That's our position. But yeah, God bless America and yeah. We'll come back soon. Don't join ISIS. Don't We observe today not a victory of party but a celebration of freedom. It's American dualism. Welcome to the show. What? Hosted by your boys, Bob and Joe. Damn. So if you ain't heard it, then now you know. Yeah, now you know. It's the number one podcast, conversation and grass. Sci-fi, politics, and many more topics. Keep the volume loud, cause this shit is popping. Sometimes got a guest that just might drop in. It's American dualism. It's American dualism. It's American dualism. Yeah. Shut up and just listen.